all right welcome back to another episode of the tapping it's been a little while but you know man's been busy and that but as usual you're hearing the voice of el joe i'm joined by my co-host and my bridging give it done mm-hmm. how you been feeling bro it's been a while kind of excited say you know they're back on the work still facts facts and facts. then we're back with a couple little lively topics so can't complain yeah and i feel like nowadays with so much football i play there's always something to talk about in the world of football car coming like every three day every three days so, something else just pop up and stuff, <laughs> you know every other day match i play if i know if i know league or fa they cup something over france something over Italy. champions league soon start back right yeah. hey, the, no the woman them tired of on twitter you know, that, but that's where you go <laughs> So you go. So you go still. And I'm gonna talk about Kim Kardashian and all them madness there. <laughs> no <laughs> man, Lori Harvey on them. Yes, it is. So we have to have our time too. But um, yeah, I mean, we were going to start off with Liverpool problems, but some big news happened today. Yes, I mean, news got out. Well, not even got out. Chelsea released an official statement this morning saying that Frank Lampard and Chelsea Football Club. Have parted ways. As as Pedro would have said, Fat Frank has been found out. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Fat Frank has been found out. I mean, you shocked? No. No, I mean, I'm not shocked, but I kind of hurt for him because, I mean, in my honest opinion, I don't think there's not much more him could really do in terms of um, results. You see me? Um, with that girl, and as really and truly, as much as a Lampard I get the blame. Some blame after they're upon the players, but you know the players can't be the one to get fired, is it? That's the thing. Uh, so it so it typically go at Chelsea too. You know? I mean, I'm not surprised either. I was vocal in saying yo, I feel like Frank need time. Just like how Ali has been given time and Arteta has been given time for work through him in rough patch. But this is Chelsea Football Club, you know that. Yeah, we don't know how that guy already. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that is the DNA of Chelsea. Like, there's no patience. And Lampard would have known that going in. Yeah, yeah, going in. I mean, I, f- I honestly feel like him rushing into the decision because this is what, him first coaching job? Ah, uh, well, he was at Derby before, but this is him first big coaching job. You see me? Enough him enough. <laughs> in, in my honest opinion, enough him enough. If from when them announced him as the manager, I felt like it was a step too far too soon, especially seeing that he was at Derby for what, like, like a year, a, a season, mm. probably a season and a half or something like that. So I felt like it was a, a step too far too soon. It's not like a man like Gerard who Gerard gone out in the wilderness of Scottish Sea. So, hey, that man's smart, you know. Right mm-hmm. now, him just a, a billion resume, you know. Mm-hmm. Over Rangers. I don't think he's. Be, I don't think he's last yet in the league, you know. Mm-hmm. And then man like Terry. I know for a fact that Chelsea reached out to Terry, you know, and Terry said, "No oh, man, me go and hold it off as coach over oh, Aston Villa, over Aston isn't Villa, me? isn't me? Without the the the, the, the bright pre- lights are shining and pressures and all of that, isn't me? A lot of Chelsea fans get them wish. I mean, almost after every loss or bad draw or whatever, mm. I see Chelsea fans come out and say, yo, Frank out, Frank this, Frank t- tactically inept. All of them things they saw. I guess a lot of Chelsea fans got their wish. So, yo, you know, you know the thing is, you see, when the new coach come in, I want, I, I just want, want you the same things. Isn't it? Because a lot, start of the season, is a different type of side Frank put out. Him realize he never did work. Him change the tactics, change the personnel. 
and and then the same shit started happening again. You see me? So I just say there for me. I, I, the you, you, so you feel like it's really a lot of it is on the players. A lot of it is on the players. Timo, um, however, it's all them on the um when when ZH did it, him, him doing best, I guess. But even ZH look half right um since him come back because when ZH is just introduced back in the side after injury and everything. Mm. He was firing, you see. He was one of the shining lights of the team. So and and, and Pulisic as well. Pulisic just start off um sharp when he come off an injury, but then he just dip again. So it's like I, I think it's definitely a combination. There's been many times where Lampard ineptitude with tactics show up itself, especially in the big games. From what I've been reading, there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes too. It seemed like Frank and um Abramovich right hand at Granovskaya. Then relationship deteriorate. <laughs> he wasn't really getting on with the players. He wasn't really talking to the players. It looked like in the end, some questionable decisions on how he was handling um, Hudson Adoy. I see a lot of persons have a problem with that. So I mean, there was a lot, and also I mean, the the, the players were off form. Is a big play? The big money signings were not playing. So I feel like when you have those things hanging over you. Especially at a club like Chelsea, where they're not known to be patient with managers. Yeah, yeah. Only, only, only really one result. So, I mean, I guess it was inevitable. So, I guess what yeah, now? From a same man, like, from I saw Mourinho get sacked when he was there the second time, I said, okay, that means anybody can get sacked. And so, I, I knew, say, yo, yeah, Frank Lampard is probably Chelsea's greatest ever player, but you're not going to get more rope than Mourinho. Mourinho yeah. literally made that club. So, yeah, it was yeah, only one going to be, it's only going to be one result. But reports coming in that Tuchel is going to be the replacement. You know, he was just recently laid off by PSG. PSG yeah. I, you know, I'm fine. Um, funny. Just um, Tuchel was fired after like a really impressive win. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with Lampard. <laughs> <laughs> so now Tuchel has jump in the same seat as Lampard under the same circumstances. And it's going to be like, all right. I bet you any money. If Chelsea not in Champions League by the end of the season, I've got to look out for your next Chelsea manager. <laughs> yeah, there are definitely similarities between the PSG job and Chelsea job. A same type of management style where if you're not getting the results, you mm. could be winning. If you're not getting the results where the management want, mm. you're out. Simple as that. And so, and, I mean, it would be a dog it would be sacrilege for this <laughs> Chelsea side not to qualify for Champions League like look at the amount of talent that is in that squad I feel like if Tuchel can just get the best out of Havertz and Werner which he should be able to he's a German he's coaching the Bundesliga him I gonna know what system suit them he might find a way and fit them together I don't doubt that but Tuchel is a difficult man for deal with mm. and his last two jobs at PSG and Dortmund ended in pretty much the same way. Him and the top brass at the club just couldn't get on. And they don't know Abramovich and one of them, and they wouldn't take the four you know? So it's like so, the same thing I'll go on unless immediate results forward. So I feel like two clubs was there for like two seasons and probably win some things, probably win, you know, he might win the league, he might win FA Cup. But I feel in the end he might get enough follow back with the man them and yeah, yeah. Chelsea are gonna be on the look again for the next the next next uh, manager. I guess now we can move into what what's been on my mind for the past week. Aha, <laughs> you fucking scousers. <laughs> so, 
Oh boy, what for talk about? What for talk about the men in red? The, 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 the true men in red, not, not the devils, not the demons, but the scousers, Liverpool, you see me? My side, Liverpool. And the troubles they've been going through in front of goal, running mm. back, in a midfield. <laughs> it's just problems everywhere. But I guess we can start trying to keep it focused around this week. We know we played Manchester United twice, once in the Premier League, mm-hmm. uh, once in the FA Cup. So, um, what are your thoughts on the match we're going in the Premier League earlier in the week? You know, all right, I mean, honestly, I saw it as a match money should have won or were more likely to win if you know we approach the game differently. But I mean, we kind of show up Liverpool in a way where I say, like, it's a thing I've been saying. The midfield for Liverpool cannot continue how they are. You see them, in a way, they're kind of too passive. You don't really have that real dynamic, that real cutting edge in the midfield. As much as, you know, Thiago is back, Thiago now really do that. Thiago is more like a ball mover, ball retainer, them little way there, you see me? So when, when, really, when Liverpool never score no goal, they never surprise nobody. You see <laughs> me? It's been what? A couple of games where we yeah, not score no goal. Yeah, four games in the Prem. Four games now, we're not scoring a goal. No Liverpool fan that's been watching the side for the past season could really say, yo, this is a shock. What happened um, against United and against Burnley? Like, and West Brom. Uh, West Brom, Newcastle. Like, you could go on, but Burnley against Burnley was a real low because, you know, the home record got smashed to bits. Yeah. <laughs> and it, was, it was painful, especially seeing that Burnley literally did the most Burnley thing ever that everyone was expecting them to do. Yeah. Hold it, defend for them life, Break. and try and nick something at the end, which they successfully did. No, I wasn't even surprised. I'm never ever that hurt when it go on because, as I said, it's been a long time coming. That everything does catch up to us now. We've been getting results after Van Dyke got injured and all the various injuries, you know, Gomez, you know, Matip was out for a while, Jata gone. So it's just, it's been a result in the making what happened against Burnley. Yeah, see, in my honest opinion, as much as we'll get on the backs of other teams or just spending one whole heap of money on this and that, mm-hmm. it's very much necessary, especially as a big team. Now, right now in case of Liverpool, you can see where we're lacking. We're crying out for a centre back. We need we need depth in every aspect of the field. To be honest, yeah, because the, the, it, the squad actually needs to be evolved um, yeah. this summer. And I feel like FSG and club sat down and know say yo, okay, this summer that's coming, we need to get in another centre back. You know, probably need to move on Firmino. We probably <laughs> move on Origi. Like oh, it's. Uh, it's getting to that point. I mean, Firmino is 29. Origi hasn't done anything in the past year and a half. Yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel like it's almost a time for like a changing of the whole mentality and the, the whole style of football where Liverpool play. Because Liverpool is... Everybody knows Liverpool as that pressing side and mm-hmm. then, you know, when they get the chance, they break forward and do them damage, you see me? But one of my main um, talking points against Liverpool is the, the spamming of the crosses and all them things. It cannot work. Yo, let me tell you, a reason why I do agree with you is because those things that the mentality and the way we approach ball game has been working. The only reason why it's showing up now is because the front three is not 
scoring goals. And you brought up the fact that our midfield cannot continue like this. It would have been working, if, but the only reason why it's highlighted now is because the front three is not working. No, but th- but th- that is the thing. No, no. They're not the, scoring, the, the, sorry. The, the front three did uh, hide the frailties in the squad. You get to me, I say. You can't just work out for the front three scoring or or your wing-backs assisting. You need the whole team if you're working unison and I get the results going forward and defensively. Uh, I mean, no, hold on no. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing, as we thought about, you can't be spamming the grasses. Right now, you reach a point where you come in like Trent kind of desperate. You doesn't mean want to do anything when you feel like... You doesn't mean not really deviate from the bugger crossing and the long the cross field pass to Robo. You doesn't mean? Yeah, I mean... It's like that, him, that alone him really know. You get me? Uh, the reason why I'm not going to slay Trent fully is because he had coronavirus, right? And we did not have a preseason. Those things have an effect on the players. I have to add in the fact that uh, our midfield, we have not had a solid midfield that has played together at least three matches in a row. Every match, Thiago have a different midfielder beside him. Every single match. It cannot, we can't settle. And the fact that we had to move Henderson from midfield. Henderson is the one that usually covers the wing backs, mm. especially on Trent's side, because he usually play off the right-hand side and then Genie on the left. When you don't have that security blanket, you saw what happened against United in the FA Cup game. There's a big gap between Reese Williams and, mm. and Trent. And, Trent. Mm. and Rashford occupied that space and he made us pay for it. You yeah. see me? When you're doing, when the side, the side is just not what it could be and it's hard for really slate the man because we don't have personnel. The fact that you have to take Fabinho from the midfield, move him into centre-back, you lose the destroyer in the pitch, in the middle of the pad. I mean, you lose the, the recycling. So we're not able to keep people under pressure like that. We're not able, with Fabinho there at the base of midfield, we can't put... Thiago further forward where he can do more damage. Thiago have to be playing a six role. And Thiago, the six that Thiago is, is not the six that Fabinho is. Yeah. He's not going to be able to um, break up those tackles and things. So you find that we're under threat a lot more. The centre-backs aren't able to push as high. So we're not able to completely compress the pitch and dominate in Mm. the way and create gaps in the opponent that we're able to because the personnel is just not there. Now, part of that have to fall on FSG because we're in a transfer window. Mm. We need a centre-back. I mean, everybody can see from watching Liverpool. We need a, we don't even need a world-class centre-back. We just need a body. Uh, we yeah. just need a prim, somebody that can manage the Premier League. We just need a body in there so we can take, we can take Henderson from centre-back and put him up in a midfield where he needs to be like... Yeah, it yeah, cause it honestly stinks to me, cause you got some woman say, ah, you know, on a centre back, you bring up a youth. Sometimes you know, bring up a youth, the youth work. Are you Williams can't manage. Reason, so it's like it, that, that's the thing. Like FSG short-sighted in the sense that, and it's going to damage a man like Reese Williams' confidence and him career before it even start. Uh, because uh, you gotta have the man exposed. I take him for clown out there. Yeah, rush for that. I walk the man in a old chaffer, the whole world. I watch. What you think I gonna happen to the man IG comments? Uh, what you fe- think I gonna happen to the man on Twitter? The man I go to school and him friend him a laugh off him. Like yeah. yo, them thing the them thing on the right, and you can use Reese Williams against side like Ajax and get a result. But what's going to happen later on in the Champions League? Mm. You tell me you're going to line up against Leipzig, 
fighting for the top of the Bundesliga. We're going to line up against Leipzig with, so, with Fabinho and Reese Williams. So I'll name around them for Reese Williams. Oh, gosh, in there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Or what we're going to do? Put um, Henderson and Fabinho in there. So we're going to have a midfield of Gini Wijnaldum, no, Milner and Thiago playing against Leipzig and PSG and Bayern. And it's just not going to work. Like That's why I said this problem that's on the pitch, it's multifaceted. So it's it, it almost seems very difficult. This is not, this is that very different type of season, where I mean look at look at Chelsea. One month ago they were top of the league. Mm. One month later, them sacked their manager. Like Probably. we're six points off the top. So I don't. I'm not really in panic mode like a lot of the other Liverpool fans. I feel like we can turn it around. Maybe uh, if we get back Jota. Hopefully, if they maybe bring in a centre back. In at the window before the window end, and we can push back some midfielders back into the midfield. Mm. And but for, for 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 me, it's still um mm. where it might end for you guys as a title race is against City. We don't have City coming up. Right now, this title race is not even on my mind. That may I try to show you. Like mm. I just want the team to be playing well again. I just want to start score again. I mean, I'm not of the opinion that we need to win the title again. Mm. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not really hyped to win the title again. What's the point of having two Premier Leagues and no parade? <laughs> Everybody lock up in the house. Like, I don't really... I'm not to say I don't care for winning the league. I just want to have a proper title defense and don't make it look shameful. You yeah. see me? I mean, and qualify for, for, for Europe. Yeah, cause I, I feel like this title race would actually show... Um, whoever wins, it kind of show a whole leap of... Heart and determination for kind of go through everything where our team and go through. Cause every single team has gone through a whole heap of hardship yeah. this season, you know. Yeah. So even if when you decide end up win the title, you, you you know what them go through. If City go through, go win the title, you know how City start the season. Yeah. It? So um, regardless, anybody will win the title this season, you can't even frown or vex or whatever. Cause everybody deserve it. To mm. things set up right now. And, and one thing I never brought up earlier was the fact that. We, we don't have fans in the stadium. Like, mm. I'm not saying that Liverpool are completely reliant upon fans, but I'm saying that was a big part of our ability to be able to keep pressing up until the 95th minute. The mm. fans were right there behind us. Mm. You see me? Even even despite injuries, because it's not the first time we have injuries. A lot of the time, the fans would have just be that little extra push that mm. not dead there no more. It's like there's so much factors into why we're in this position. That, that, but we still not give up hope, you know. That's why we should have a man like Alfred, you know, on the side. That man, don't stop running up and down, you know. <laughs> give thanks to him as much as him shit up himself more. But give thanks to him, he work hard. All me I say is, manual fans, all the manual fans in my all that DM me, I show my stats about Bruno. Brother, no, just try to make sure you win the league, yeah? Yo. Oh, no, just try to make sure you win the league this year, because Liverpool not go bug forever. Yo, I'm telling you, you see, all them you there, where, where DML do and them things, they big up on themselves, because <laughs> I be a chat boy chatting, deserve it, isn't it? Pressure, I don't know. No, but no, but no mind the pressure, you know. Car. But just know, say, if you don't win the league and if farm a turnaround, car, remember, say, we're in January, you know. Mm. United have Europa League for start back. Oh, no, watch on that. That's ah. fine. No, well, no, I, I will happily drop out of that, you know. <laughs> Happily. No, wait no, no, no point. Form can turn. And if Liverpool dare finish above Manu after all of this chatting, just know some of us block me from now because I got line up with the wall I won't know. And I got in on the mention, I got in on the DMs, I got dep on IG, I got the everywhere. I dep on the WhatsApp, I got the everywhere. Manu fans want to big up the solidarity. Every time Liverpool shake, 
You say, be a man at El Joe, be a man with them big old cigars, big up on yourself, you see me? Yo, so let us make sure, because remember say last season when Mr. Chelsea fans are burnt our United fans, hell, and United go finish above them. Mm. Don't make that happen this year, you know? <laughs> Don't make that happen this year, you know? Where's if we got turned on from completely and go win league, though? I just don't even want to win league, you know? City can go win that still, calm. No, no, no parade now, Dede. Mm. Next time you win league, I want to see my fans all there. See a red. Trunk clap all, junk already for drop off of the truck. With the yo, trophy and everything. Yo, that yo, more I see. Yo, you're all right, you know, me, me sit down for no. Zoom and watch him on them third day. <laughs> no, it's good, it good for a style of man. You know, and I feel like sides that are in transition actually benefited from this season. Mm. Side like Arsenal and Manu, where them now the fans pan them back in at the stadium while mm. like them now the fans disappointment for the online, online and them can just put them phone on airplane mode or whatever <laughs> or change the channel on the TV. You see me? So, them can go through the bad days and now them in the good times. But guess what? Um, just make sure you win the league, yeah? Ah, bro, but... Just make sure you win the league. Yeah, we bring up once in a while ago. What do you think about Odegaard going, going there and run? What do you think, you think that'll make much of a difference? I, I think that is huge still. I think I think that is... It can be huge if him... You know, because it's a, it's a short-term loan. He's mm. only going to be there till the summer. Yeah. So if him if him have an instant re- um what you call impact. It? Impact, yeah. If him have an instant impact, then yeah. Can be huge. They need a creative person. You can't just put everything on Smith Row. Uh, but the thing but the thing is, you know, it, for me it looks like it would have either be Odegaard or Smith Row for start, isn't it? Mean? So I don't really see much of a difference being made. Cause you can put him at the same type of baller around the same type of shit. You get me? So it's like But you said that as if Arsenal aren't playing ball. Arsenal are playing well right now. I mean, take the Southampton loss in the FA Cup aside. William was starting. So, <laughs> <laughs> you have to take that out. But, uh, Odegaard is going to give you more than Smith Rowe. Yeah. Naturally, because he's up. He's further along in his development. So, more chances, more possibly more goals. Mm. I can't see this being bad unless him just go there and do perform. Don't at all. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But I mean, still, still going still. How you feel about Alaba going to your club, Madrid? No, I, mean, I mean, in the summer, obviously. I I don't mind. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of happy for it because Madrid different defensive frailties have been unsure a lot. Mm-hmm. Mostly down to Lucas Vazquez playing in a right back, but I mean. <laughs> right now, with Ramos' contract situation up in there, I don't know what the fuck to think again. That, that's the thing. Like, if Alaba comes in to play, a rap provider, a Ramos and Varane is... That's the thing. Where would Alaba go? He would have played in a left-back or something again. What kind of left-back, brother? <laughs> because if Ramos and Varane fit, I'm assuming they're going to start. Alaba would have gone on bench, I guess. But, I mean... So, the man got left. The man got left Bayern... No, I got bench magic. No, I remember I saying something there, dog. I fall him follow with um Bayern. So it's like Yeah, because they never want to pay him like Lewandowski. Yeah. I understand that, but at the same time, he's a he's a pretty much guaranteed starter at, at, at Bayern. Bayern. Well not Well, I haven't been watching. To an extent, lady. I guess, because yeah. them have them have the quality there, or just more while man them injured and so mm-hmm. yes, I mean. But I mean at the same time, Alaba I feel like Alaba accomplished enough time career for say, alright. I'm going to hold it off on you, so you know what I mean? Because he can be a utility player, he can play CDM, left-back, centre-back. 
You see me? So I guess him will find a way and get him look at game them. He will get him game, you see me? So But I, as I said, Ramos situation up in the air. That's it. I hear say Varan one dip. I hear say Militao look like him both dip, dip too. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> the thing, bro. I don't, I don't have no centre box. And at the same time, though, may I hear plans say Madrid won by Camavinga and uh, uh, Mbappe. Yeah. It's like, what? I don't understand what's going on. Things will. Let me tell you this. Is he almost um, rejecting the man them proposal? Mm-hmm. I rate that. I rate that you fuck. Uh, it's like the man, them, the man them have money, you know, and him know that. That's why I reject um, them want to cut him them salary by like 10-15%. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they want to line up for buy 18-year-old Kamavinga for, <laughs> for all $80 million. I line up Mbappe. Boy, they want to Holland. Ramos first need for David, brother. You see what they want to do with Madrid, but you see Madrid, you know, Madrid soft. Madrid take the, um, the pay cut. Me won't do it, you know? I mean, Madrid is, not dif- Madrid is what, 35? Bro, Madrid is our best midfielder. Probably our best player. That's a Cruz still. No, Madrid. As in, Madrid still have it, you know? I'm not saying no. No, big up Cruz and everything we're doing, you know? Mm. But without Madrid, you know, it's a no. To be honest. Because all right, you watch the side more than mm. me, but from a little bit when me watch it, it's even the much more watch the other day. I cruise must see I might show the thing, so I don't know. But Majid Majid will always sort itself out, you know. Yeah, cause money there. Yeah, them will and them have bigger things to worry about. Like, all right, if you're bringing Hazard, if you're bringing Mbappe, what go going for for Benzema? What go going for Hazard? What go going for them Monday? As I tell everybody, still, you know, Madrid is a very Although that right side. wing free, basically, because I just sense it. Madrid is a very fickle side, bro. Once you, once you touch 30, you just want to say, soon your time. Madrid, Ramos are different case because they're exceptional. Benz, Benzema as well. Mm-hmm. You see me? But in the case of Hazard, no, we just turned 30 and scored three goals for his side. You know, I think he might get pushed out next season. Talk to Mugod. If him do, if him do find himself in and what, become the best market? player in the side, in he's out market? next season. There's no market. No, that is the thing. No, if him do find himself, how much you think him can sell for? <laughs> like fifty mil, or less, or less. Yeah, you get me. So it's like either you perform or get get out, and then you spend the money and buy somebody else. That's fully what it is, bro. Yes, it is what it is. It's cool, but I, I don't really business, especially in the case of Hazard. Cause I never want him in side in the first place. <laughs> You have an anti-Hazard agenda. I don't understand because when I see Hazard play for Majid, he seems to be playing well. No, that's his thing. You know, he will play well. Ah, ah. Like, he put in a few performances recently. Big up himself for that. Yeah. But prior to this, I don't see the point of it. He's he not doing enough for justify buying a man that's almost 30 when we have youth in the squad. That is my real big issue with Hazard. I think they bought him a season too late. Yeah. Yeah, I think they should have got him from the season before, but I mean, that was really up to Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. Holding on to him. So, they must have worried the situation. Um, Another big transfer saga that got wrapped up. Ozil to Fenerbahce. Finally, bro. Finally, honestly. Cause yeah, I, I feel like both parties relieved. Mm. Said that got through now. Arsenal get Ozil wages off of them books. Ozil gonna go play some ball again and yeah. he might go back to him basically him home home place basically. Yeah, cause him have him I think him, him Turkish. Yeah, I think him half Turkish or Turkish and him then Turkish but him play for Germany basically. Yeah. Um so him friend about you was mostly one of him side them apparently. Yeah. So yeah, 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 I guess yeah, yeah. him can ball. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, it seemed like a, a good end for both parties, you know? Mm. As I said, Arsenal get him off the books. They can kind of stop have that cloud hanging uh, hanging over them now. Because I know say, no, Arsenal are an optic in form, everything good, but make Arsenal lead deep again, it starts to say, oh, no, I've Ozil, I can't score now. No, but I mean, that is the case. That That is a factor regardless, bro, because it's not like, uh, even when Arsenal uh, play well, you can see where them could have used an Ozil, but, it was more than just football. Yeah. Arteta said it was football in reasons, but we all know say more no. than just football. I, I don't even know what the whole thing was. Mayor said something it, like Ozil they stand up for something. Something to do with some political issue yeah, in Turkey. Yeah. Yo, I, I know, I know that um Arsenal have Turkish sponsors mm. and stuff like that, so it kinda I, I don't rate that style at all. Cause here we go on now. When Drew goes a woman left. Arsenal, you know, one big whole heap of chattings and testimony and one bag of fuckery, you know. Yeah, yeah, when Ozil yeah. left your ear, thank you, Mesut. And that, <laughs> is that, that is not good. That that don't look good on a side like Arsenal. But I mean, them now going to hear this and, and say, oh, Gibby said this and I'm going to feel away about it. But I'm going to talk about it regardless, I'm sure, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure bigger Arsenal stand groups are fan clubs. Troops. Say, say something about it. Yeah, Troops and DT and them one. They corrupt. They on them head and whatever, but... Yeah, it, it, it definitely look away, but as I said, certain things bigger than football. I remember I said these are basically multi-billion dollar or multi-million dollar corporations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's just that they happen still. to play football. Yeah. The product happens to be, be football. football. So, mm. you know? Well, like we talk about transfers, I asked this question on the um, Tapin Twitter, which you guys should follow, at Tapin876. Mm-hmm. And the question was, now that Manu is on form, does Pogba still leave in the summer? thing is, the man agent said, um, it's over between Manu and Pogba. But that was before all of this. No, that's the thing now. You know? So I'm just hoping that, that, that by summer, it's a Pogba fire him or something. <laughs> <laughs> so you want Pogba to stay? No, death, bro. I mean, cause the relationship between him and the players seem well. Him and Ole seem well. So why the fuck not? And him and Fernandez. Uh, Especially Iman Bruno. And, that, that, and to me, you know, it's like losing Pogba is going to weaken your team. No matter how you look at it. No, definitely. There's no like for like replacement with Pogba. That is part of the reason why you signed him in the first place. Mm. He's a uniquely talented player. Yeah, as, as much as we have in Van der Beek, I don't think Van der Beek would be a replacement for Pogba. It might be more a replacement for Bruno. Unless you're not going to Kamavinga, which I, can't afford I, I don't think. Gonna, well, I don't it. know what can't afford. Uh, if I'm going to say Pogba is self for both. About 70 million or so. I think that Kamavinga is easier, 80, almost 100 million. I mean, <laughs> but I'm not sure about him farm. I'm not sure about him farm right now. Yeah. But for, for on the basis of last season and coming up to December, mm-hmm. easy 800 because he's what, 18 years old and he must show the quality of a almost world class ball, if you get to me. I say. Yeah, just yeah, time yeah. and consistency are going to prove that, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, as I said, I feel like if Pogba leaves, it's going to weaken your squad. There's no lack of like replacement. So having Pogba and Bruno there for the base and then adding to that would definitely make Manu more of a threat. Yeah, so, I think it's in the best interest for Uno to I keep would, him. I would love if we could keep Pogba and then probably sign a man like... Sancho? No. Fuck Sancho, brother. <laughs> I, mean, I, I hope so. They, they are a ton baller. But what me, want, what me really want, my first... Thing is, I want to see them. I want to be Suma. I want to be Suma on my side. I indeed play behind a Pogba and Bruno. 
easy with that, yeah? Because right now, Genie's on his way out. I need Bisuma in my <laughs> I need Bisuma. So I'm not just calm ah, myself. Is, is that what can play rock, people, scissors, fair? Bisuma or Indeedy? You see me? They're basically the same ball, line, know. But Indeedy more experience. I think, yeah, they're basically the same ball. I think Bisuma more mobile, better with the dribbles, and more, more better with ball progression as well as breaking up. Mm. But Indeedy is a better destroyer. Yeah. So uh, I'd love to have Bisuma more because me, do, me, me don't have a destroyer in my field, which is Fabinho. I don't need an next one. <laughs> so I'd love to have somebody who can progress the ball like Genie, mm. but can also score a crack. Yo, you see the goal I'm scored that day? Blood clot goal, yes. Cracker. Yo, <laughs> Long time Genie not give me them, man. Yo, you see the thing with Bisuma. I read, you know, from when I read that man, from when them kick off Arsenal face and when them. Oh, man, you're the pun ground of ball. I don't want to walk past a laugh. <laughs> yeah, guys, yeah, man, I'm my boy. This, I read this guy. <laughs> but, 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 yeah, I mean, this is going to be a very, I mean, this, this, this transfer market ends in a week. It's been pretty quiet so far. But mm. I feel like this summer is going to be very integral for a couple side, my side included, because Origi needs to go. I think Fermina time up. And I kind of hope him, him get an increase in form so we can sell him for a decent money. Because I'm giving form right now, plus him age. I don't think the money I sell for more than 45 million. Yeah, yeah. You see me? Which I need more than that for, for, for replace him. Yeah, man. A couple of will need to start ship out someone, dog. Yeah, like, yeah. Madrid need to for, need for evolve them side next. Oh, They're cool. in the process of doing it. Vasquez can go. Vasquez needs to go. Uh, yeah, um, even, even right now, it seems like Zidane himself is under is in for some questioning, too. Hey. <laughs> Believe me, no. Yo, Ashana, I, I, I <laughs> big up Zidane for everything what him do, but I, I don't know where his mind is some of the time. That like yes, decisions he, he makes sometimes mm. pisses me off. Yes, mm. I mean we have options sometimes. We that we have Odrio Zola, you know, and Vasquez starts every fucking game. All right, back you know, we had Hakimi and we sold it. All now Inter don't pay for Hakimi, you know. Why is he there? <laughs> <laughs> you get to me. I said, uh, um, Marcos Llorente, yo. Marcos Llorente is the perfect backup for Casemiro, which he still do not have. Yeah. Marcos Llorente is the perfect replacement for Casemiro. Why did we sell him? Teo Hernandez, one of the best young left-backs at the time. Why we sell him? Reguillon, why we sell him? I mean, Mendy. Mendy is there still at left-back. Mendy was bought after Reguillon was sold. It made no sense to me. If we did sell Marcelo, but well, I said bad and so bad. When no, Mendy solid, but so is Reguillon. And Regan is solid defensively and going forward. That's the thing. Mendy isn't really that good going, going forward. forward. Ah. So it's my issue. Decision making is poor and part of Zidane. You know, say that out of Zidane control still. Uh, Zidane don't make a, I don't. You know it's Perez that. No, but uh, I don't feel like... No, can't. No, you know it's Perez that. Zidane has no say in who is going or coming. I don't think so. Uh, he must, dog. He I must. don't think so. Yeah, dog. I don't think so. You know, Perez yeah, is not a man for relinquish control. He then, is the face of that club. And then you know, piss me off though. You know, we have, we have problems with um, transgression sometimes. And you know what? Let's let's loan Odegaard. Let, I let did Olan, not understand that. Kubo Kubo is over. Villarreal now getting a game. Let's take him back and then loan him again. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and Isn't I don't it? think Kubo is much worse than Asensio. He's probably going to give you a spark. Let me tell you, Kubo better than Asensio, bro. <laughs> Yo, Takefuso Kubo is the best youngster 
in Spain right now. Oh, and bro, no, bro. well, I'm not, I'm not even hyping the guy. The man is so sick, though. The man plays No, like I know any. he's a very good player. Let me tell you, he would have moved like a, like a young er Santi. Mm. Like a, like a farm Santi at Arsenal. Mm. That would have been cool, but you can't take the ball off of him. He can pick a pass. He can more than shoot. So, yeah, it's kind of question. That's why I say, yo, I don't think it's really up to Zidane because I feel like Zidane have enough sense for can say, yo, you know, so we're, we're lacking in that area of the squad. Maybe we need that. And maybe Perry just say, you're good, man. <laughs> and just go and drift. Uh, there's so much going on at Madrid. It's so fucking crazy. We have Mariano. Mariano can't buy a game. As much as Benzema scores, you have times when Benzema can't get a rest. You see me? Yeah. Like all what they win 4-1. We're up 4-1 from about 16 minutes. Why was Benzema still on the field? You see me? And then, I mean, we all buy Jovic. We don't know how Jovic thing goes. <laughs> I, I, bet, I bet Jovic stay with him there still. Facts. I'm not know against him. But he was one of those players where we was talking earlier about people who made the move too soon. Jovic was one of the men who made the move too soon. I don't see why he went to Madrid. No, he I, could have picked any club in Europe. Why no, pick Madrid? I, I don't know if it was more him. I feel like it was just like extremely amazing business from Frankfurt. Because Frankfurt buy him for like $5 million. I'm um, understand that, but from his personal perspective, if he had a choice in the move, no, but I understand that Madrid is, you know, the pinnacle of club football. But at the same time, it it kind of makes sense. It's rough for breakthrough Madrid. And it made sense for him in the fact that a one striker Madrid have under the Benz. So you coming in as a young, you hot pound farm. Yeah, I say yeah, my god. Say ah, I'm get quarter the game then. But Benzema said, ah, watch our style. Yeah. No, it's not even that. <laughs> Benzema find a form in life. It's not even that dark. Jovic got the chances and so on. Yeah, he, he, I never say him never get the chances. But assault him, salt, bro. Him now have the confidence. No, him yeah, never Joe, him yeah, have the confidence. Not, not confidence. So now that he's back at Frankfurt, a place where he feel confident, he must score again. Me I tell you, say assault the man, salt, dark. He might do the same exact thing them. He just never did work. <laughs> like, I don't slap post. Him offside, keep up, pull off some magical save. Salt him, salt. Cause you were, him, him going to Serbia when he did still there. Imagine him got Serbia in a Serbian side and a score and a score. Salt him, salt in a white shirt, bro. So I bet him stay with him there. If you guys have any other topic suggestions for us, you know, just hit us up at tapping eight seven six. You know where to find me for the unsolicited football opinions as well. It's Eljo E L J zero underscore on Twitter. And on Instagram, where them can find you, Gibbo. Twitter and Instagram, Gibbidan underscore, and I was going to plug the business. There's your JA, Sneaker, JA, both on IG and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And look out for more regular releases of our episodes, isn't it? Look out for it every like Tuesday. I think I can commit to Tuesdays. Tuesdays seem doable. Tapping Tuesdays, I like mm, it. Tapping Tuesdays. Ah, I like that. I like that. That's a new hashtag. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you made it this far, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Remember for subscribe wherever you're listening at leave a review if you can if you're listening on apple Podcasts, those things really help us you know we are trying to go up in the sports podcast rankings in jamaica but yeah <clears throat> thanks again for joining us this has been another episode of the tapping we're out mm-hmm.